Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff. This is your leadership development podcast where they share unique insights with the purpose of helping leaders achieve their greatest potential. You can learn more by reading their books, Gapology, Imbar, and Speed of Purpose, or by participating in one of their workshops. All of this and more can be found on their website, gapology.org. Hey everybody, welcome to Gapology Radio. If you're enjoying these shows and would like to get more information on the topics that we discuss, make sure to check out our blog series, The Gapology Angle. These blogs are designed to break down the everyday challenges that we as leaders face in our work lives. We provide specific tips on how to overcome them from a Gapology perspective. Our structure helps virtually every scenario you can think of, and these blogs are the perfect tool to bring this podcast to life. It can be found through our website at capology.org slash blog. Okay, so tonight we have another interesting topic to discuss. This one's called empathetic leadership. So let's go ahead and start the show with Martinez. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Good, Brian. How are you? Good. Oh, I'm roasting. It is so hot and muggy here in KC. Not a normal spring week. Are you, what? Uh, are you feeling my pain here? It's 55 degrees in California. What? Oh my gosh. Oh no. It's like you walk outside and you're instantly sweating here. Wow. No, it's, it's, uh, very cool here right now. Now, however, it gets to 90 by the weekend. Okay. Yeah. And I think we flip, so we're supposed to be dropping down into the, I think seventies or something by the weekend. So maybe we'll flip and then I'll have empathy for your, you know, situation at that point. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Well, and that would be a good topic tonight. So I think we'll, we'll, well let's just that. do that. Let's just do that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. I'll, you know, it's funny. Actually, I was just doing some research today for another little project that I'm working on, on emotional intelligence, which I really haven't studied a lot. And I found that empathy is one of the key uh, factors that they say to really embrace to create emotional intelligence. And it reminded me of that book that we did. Oh, I don't know. Years ago, it was now. Now discover your strengths by Marcus Buckingham and Donald Clifton. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I know it well. I went to Gallup University for that. What you did? I went. I went for that course. It was awesome. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's cool. So, so yeah. you know, what I'm talking about with the uh, strength finders. The thirty, the thirty-four strengths that they identified. I uh, I use them every day. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you know, my, I don't know if you know this, my top strength, according to their uh, assessment, is empathy. Oh, my God. Out of the 34? Yeah. My 34th is empathy. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So so we're opposite. Oh, my God. <laughs> The weird that, thing is, I I view oh my myself God. as rather empathetic, but it's my third. <laughs> it's my last place. Th- Gallup identified thirty four strengths. I'm thirty four empathy. Oh, that is crazy! Wow. Maybe well, that's, that's why we get along. That, that's why we do a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, and I've I've always said I think it's important in you know, any kind of relationship business or friendship or, you know, uh, uh, other relationships that balance is, is always a key element to that, to, to something successful. I I can tell you, Jolianne and I are complete opposites in many regards. 
Um, so balance really, I think, is a key element. Well, but if you and I have been working together now for 20 years and we didn't realize that your number one was my last place, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. But it, it clearly works. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, cool. I think this will be a fun topic then. So the topic is? Is empathetic leadership. Wow. Well, so empathy in a Zoom world is sort of hard to express. Yeah. I didn't think about that. So I think all of the leaders listening in right now need to think about how do you express empathy over a Zoom call mm -hmm. to the team? So you, you've got to get beyond that because it won't work. We used to work together in person, reading each other's body language, uh, pulling each other aside and saying, hey, are you doing okay? Uh, but on Zoom, it may be tough. It may be tough. A couple things that I've thought of that would work would be, and this really does work, and it's a lost art, handwritten notes. So write notes to your team. If they're off at a distance, you're not going to see them. Write notes to them. Mm -hmm. uh, send them a thank you card. Send them a congratulatory message. Send them your thoughts. It is of great significance. Um, the other thing that is a lost art as well is personal phone calls. So you've been on a Zoom call. You pick up something. Make a phone call. How's it going? What's going on? How are you feeling? Where are you at? So, so great leadership today must be empathetic to be great. That's how it is. It used to be considered a weakness. It's not a weakness. It's a strength. Empathy is a strength. It brings the team together. It ties them to you. It ties them to the purpose and the organization. Use it. Use it. Leverage it. Uh, the other tactic, just one other little one, is to ensure that within your team, you know their family names. You know their significant other. If they have children, you know their names. You you know them so that you can ask about them, so that you can celebrate them, et cetera. So yeah. That's my initial thoughts. Yeah. I, you know, I think uh knowing the family names, I think that's really an important thing. It it shows that you're paying attention to them. You know, the family, that's that's always the most important thing people have in their lives. And anytime you can connect with that does show empathy. It shows that you care. And, you know, when you said it about the, it's not a weakness, I actually a funny story. So when I first took that uh, strength, strengths finder um, assessment, I told my boss at the time um, what my top strength was, that was empathy. And you know what she said? She's like, oh, I can help you with that. <laughs> Meaning, yeah, it used to be viewed as a weakness. Yeah. It is yeah. a strength. Right. Yeah. I always looked at it that, you know, as a leader of people, part of my role is really to connect with them. And empathy is, is that key strength to be able to actually connect with them. Because once you're able to connect and see the world kind of through their eyes, you can provide direction, provide support, do all those things, training and developing in a manner that best works for them. 
you know, if you look at other words that could substitute for empathy, I think empathy gets a bad rap. If you look at other words that could substitute, I, th- I think of caring. Yeah. Caring for people. So if you as a leader care for your team, you care for them as individuals more than you care for numbers. It makes you stronger as a leader. They will follow you anywhere. They will, they will win for you. So empathy is the strength. And it used to be viewed old school, used to be viewed as, as a weakness. It's not. Right. It's a strength. We're yeah. not talking about not managing performance. We're talking about caring for people. It's different. Uh, caring for their development. Uh, stewarding them, stewarding their career, helping them become successful is not a weakness. It's a strength. And that's empathy. So just mm-hmm. be, be careful about your view of the term because it, it it's not it's not as it appears potentially. Right. Empathy to me often means simply listening. And I have to work on that. I have to, I have to be on purpose about listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm often going fast. Empathy will often mean listening. Someone has something they want to say, listen to them, understand it, ask questions, ensure that you've got what they're saying. It, it's, a big, it's a big deal. So yeah, empathy gets a bad rap because it's connected with sympathy. Well, sympathy is a good thing too. And there's certainly times for that. But empathy really means you care. It means you listen. It means team first, task second. Write that down. That could be a t-shirt, Brian. Yeah. Team first, task second. It's about respect. It's about respect. And it's about demonstrating respect for an individual. So empathy is a strength. If you want to be great as a leader, you need to work on it. You need to have it. You need to develop it. And uh, it's Brian's number one. So (laughs) who am I? Who am I to talk? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think it's, uh, you know, it's interesting. I've, I've worked with a lot of leaders over the years who I think their, uh, their strengths, um, are completely different than mine. And when I look at empathy, some of them are like, that person has no empathy at all. So it's, it's interesting that I think, I think even if it's not a natural thing for you, if it's not something that you, you know, you look at first when you're looking at things, um, you can still develop it as a skill. Um, and I think one of the key things to do is is tie it into your leadership rhythm. So make time for it, schedule it, you know, uh, because I think people can be empathetic. They just don't naturally always go there first. Yeah, no, I like that. I think that if you, if you substitute the word caring for it for a Mm -hmm. moment, the team sees all of the team sees when you care for your team, when you care for people, when something happens and you care and that's meaningful to them and that's empathy. 
So the team sees your empathy. So make sure it's on display. Make sure you you use it. And uh, certainly you you care for your team. But if you don't show it, it's not present. So you've you've got to display it. You got to put it on display, not in some exaggerated fashion, but you know, make sure they know that you care. Mm-hmm. And if you don't care for a person on the team that maybe is leaving the team, that reflects on you. We should care and steward the careers of everyone that we come in contact with. Sometimes people leave, care for them, steward them, help develop their career. Even if they're leaving the team, it it shows to your team, the ones that are there, what great empathy you have and what what a great leader you are. So you're always on display. Don't ever think you're not. Uh, And, you know, present empathy as part of your leadership. It's a strength. Mark, what do you think about purpose? How do you think tying in a purpose, you know, developing a purpose, how how do you think that would connect with empathy? I think purpose wraps around everything. So when you have the context of purpose, it makes it easy to be to show empathy, to be empathetic, um, because it it connects. So you you always want your team to understand the purpose, and you always want to show empathy within the purpose. And it just it just brings it home. It just completes completes the cycle. Our our teams are made up of very different people. That's just how it is. And we have to win with the team that we have and the team that we develop and grow and the people that we bring to the team. And empathy as a leader just makes you stronger. It changes the view. Brian, we often use the Gallup 12, uh, which Gallup did a survey of millions of employees to determine what drove engagement, what caused them to stay at the employer that they were with? What was, uh, was it number five? Uh, Yeah, five is my supervisor or someone at work seems to care about me as a person. So out of all of the answers, the top 12 were of incredible significance. And number five, reason why people Stay in it, stay at an employer or stay in a role or feel valued is that their supervisor cares about them. That's empathy. Yeah. It's a big deal. Uh, engagement creates productivity. If you want a highly productive team, they need to know you care. And that is empathy. That's the bottom line. That's all you need to know as a leader. Run with it. It's yeah. it's big. No, I'm looking at this 12, this list of 12. And if you can create an empathetic leadership style, you can be great at all 12 of these things. Yeah. It, it they all really tie to that. In. They all tie to that. Yeah. Yeah. So empathy is not a weakness, it's a strength. Write that down, Brian. 
Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, that could be the front of the t-shirt is empathy <laughs> is not a weakness. And then the back is it's a strength that, that'd, that'd be cool. Oh, that'd um, be cool. but, but I think we're often misled. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think often people, you know, they, they think about toughness being a leadership, um, skill, you know, you have to be tough, you have to be strong. And while in many ways you do, if you can have an empathetic leadership style, I think that is going to really drive, first of all, all these 12 elements that Gallup talks about, but it's going to really be able to be a strength for you. It wraps into everything that successful leaders do. The reality is as leaders, we're going to have to manage performance. We're going to have to write people up. We're going to have to fire people. That does not mean that we're not empathetic. That doesn't mean we don't care. Uh, Often a write-up is because you care. Mm -hmm. You're trying to change direction, change performance. Yeah. You can do it with empathy. So it's not necessarily that, that it's the act that you're performing. It's how you do it. How you do it is... You, you look at the, the um, task that you're performing through that lens where you're seeing this, this experience through their eyes. So you do it respectfully and you follow all those kinds of procedures. Yeah. Leaders need to uh, obtain it if they don't have it. They need to learn it. They need to grow it. And they need to leverage it. And they need to use it as a strength. It creates engagement. It creates a stronger team. It ties to purpose. And it's part of the winning uh, combination for a leader. Okay, good. Well, I think, I think that about covers everything that I had. Yeah, well, well uh, done, Brian. Well done. Yeah. You're number one. You're the lead guy here. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully everybody gets a lot out of this one. Um, and uh, I think that's good for tonight. Thanks, Brian. Great okay. job. Yeah, you too. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All right, that'll do it from here. For more information on Gapology, Imbar, or Speed of Purpose, head on over to our website, gapology.org. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology production. Visit us at gapology.org.